Mike Dell's World, number 300. Yep, they made it to 300. Barely. I think it's time for Mike Dell's World. How about sharing one more coconut cream pie? How about skinny dipping down by the shore? How about spending more time repairing the minnow? Who packs brandier gowns on a three-hour tour? Thank you, Gilligan. Thank you, Skipper. Thank you, Thirst. one of the many songs I got from the Podsafe Music Network. Rest in peace. Back in the day. Uh, welcome to episode 300. Sorry it's a little later than I expected, but I've been fighting a cold and I may uh, have a coughing fit, but I have my coughing button uh, ready to go, so you shouldn't hear any of that. Uh, just wanted to uh, get this episode out and waiting long enough. Uh, probably not going to be the extravaganza I thought it was going to be, but I just wanted to talk a little bit about 
you know, starting this show, uh, you know, I've probably told this story a lot, but hey, I'm going to tell it again. Uh, I was watching tech TV and Leo Laporte, and uh, I think at the time was uh, Kate Patello, uh, were talking about podcasting. I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting. I wonder what that's all about. And you know, once they got done, you know, the show, and I, I went into my antique, well, antique now, uh, state-of-the-art 486 or uh, Pentium 1 computer or whatever it was, and on uh, half-duplex cable internet, which uh, was where you still had to dial in to uh, send anything up to the internet, and then uh, down it would come through the cable. Kind of a weird setup, but hey, you know, it's bleeding edge back in uh, 2005. Actually, probably late 2004 uh, when this all happened. And just about that same time, I had purchased an a uh, uh, iPod Shuffle, I think it was. Yeah, the one that looked like a like a, a stick of gum, and uh, I'm digging through my desk drawer here. I believe that iPod Shuffle is right here in this desk drawer, and I do believe it actually still powers up. But at the time, I was working night shift at a uh, print shop, and I worked in the overnight shift, so I'd go into work about 10.30 and uh, home, you know, leave, leave work about 7, something like that in the morning. And... You know, overnights, the only uh, radio that was even remotely interesting was Art Bell. Well, of course, Art Bell retired and then came back and then retired again and then came back and then retired again and then came back and all that. And I got kind of tired of that. So I thought, you know, let's try this podcasting thing. And I was just thinking of it as a listener. And back then, it was a lot harder to get podcasts than it is now. You know, now you can just come to MikeDell.com, click on Mike Dell's World there, and uh, there's your podcast. Hit the hit the play button, and there you are. And then if you want to get fancier and subscribe, you hit the appropriate button and subscribe on your phones or, or whatever. But back then, you needed a portable media device. You know, iPods were just sort of becoming the big thing. But, uh, you know, there was other ones, iRiver, and, you know, just about everybody made some sort of an MP3 player, and that's really all you needed, because you would actually subscribe to the podcast, and you had to know the RSS feed, so, you know, that's another difficulty. Uh, But you could uh, download a free software called iPodder, I believe it was, on Windows, and an iPodder, then you'd set it up to where it would sync with a playlist on your uh, iTunes software, and then when you plugged in your iPod, it would sync your podcast to that playlist. And, you know, they were just one big playlist of, you know, however many podcasts you subscribe to. And the other thing I would do is, uh, there was a few radio shows I liked, but they weren't on when I was on, so I'd go to their archives and download those. Uh, Bruce Williams uh, used to be uh, you know, a real popular talk radio guy, and he'd put all three hours, you know, three different MP3 files on on his website in the archives. Well, he didn't do it. Somebody did it. And you were able to download those. So, you know, in the night or the day, you know, before I'd go to bed, because we're working night shift, I would make sure that I would uh, get all that stuff downloading, and I'd leave iPodder running, and iPodder would go get, uh, you know, the few podcasts that were out there. And, I mean, at that time, I think uh, I subscribed to, like, four podcasts, uh, and there was maybe 20 in that directory. And, you know, at the time, I actually started podcasting, I think there was something like 90 in there, so I always like to say I'm one of the first 100 podcasters, but I don't know if that's exactly true. But I started listening to uh, Trucker Tom, you know, Trucker Tom Wiles, uh, and he's still at it, and still out driving, and still podcasting. Uh, TruckerTomPodcast.com. I used to uh, listen to Adam Curry's Daily Source Code, which uh, I think the feed's still active, but I don't think he does episodes for that anymore. He's doing a show called. No Agenda, uh, with John C. Dvorak from Tech TV, 
Originally, that's how I knew him anyway. But he also writes for PC Magazine, a bunch of other stuff, and he's a radio guy in the San Francisco area. But uh, they do that No Agenda show. They just passed 10 years, so it's not, uh, that's not uh, recent history that that started. But anyway, I would you know, load up that iPod, and it only had 512 megabytes, I believe, of space. And that was just about enough, and it had about enough battery capacity to last me my uh, you know 10-hour shift or whatever it was at, at work. And that's what I did. I listened to, you know, either downloaded radio shows or podcasts. Uh, another one was Yeast Radio. <laughs> Madge Weinstein was actually uh, Tim Bluestein that uh, played the uh, the uh, person Madge. And it was, yeah, it was a raunchy show. There's another one called The Daily Download where this guy supposedly uh, actually went in and uh, and uh, did his morning business and recorded a podcast. Leave that up. You know, so there was some raunchy stuff going on, but you know, podcasting was new and it was a big, uh, you know, a big fu to the FCC uh, to be able to cuss into a microphone. You know, that wasn't something that was done uh, back in two thousand four, two thousand five. Uh, soon thereafter, I uh, come across one called Pacific Coast. Hellway. Uh, in fact, uh, Mark Yoshimoto Nemkoff, I, I talked about him before. He's the one that did these openers here. Here's one. You're listening to Mike Dell's World with your host, Mike Dell. But anyway, you know, that's uh, Mark, and he just sent those to me recently. But he did Pacific Coast Hellway. I listened to that one. Uh, there was Ed's Mixed Bag, uh, Ed Ovet. Uh, he's still around. He's not podcasting, but. Old versions of his podcasts are uh, showing up on uh, Joy Radio or iJoy or something like that. I don't know, some streaming radio station out of Florida. And uh, he's still uh, actively on Facebook anyway. I haven't talked to him in a while. But, uh, you know, it was great. Uh, you know, that, you know, I had all this stuff to listen to that wasn't commercial radio. And it was, you know, there was no commercials in podcasts back then to speak of. Of course, Twit, uh, This Week in Tech, the original Tech TV crew all got together and started that. And, and uh, of course, Leva Laporte's turned that into a whole network, and, and, uh, and, and, you know, it's doing pretty well that way. And, you know, so I had lots of stuff to listen to and on my little, uh, little iPod shuffle. And, you know, over the years, I, of course, listened to lots of podcasts, but, um, you know, mostly that got me motivated. You know what? I can do this. So I thought I was going to be another Adam Curry, and I started this podcast. Of course, it was called Benzoid Report because I lived in Benzie County. And along about that time is uh, when I, you know, started uh, dating my wife and uh, before we were married and, uh, so that was pulling on me a little bit too, nothing to do with podcasting, but, uh, you know, I was living out in Lake Ann, uh, she had a house here in town, one I'm sitting in right now, and so I'd go home still, you know, most of the time, I'd come over here sometimes after work and sleep here, but most of the time I'd go out there and, you know, I couldn't get to sleep right away. So anyway, I bought a laptop, I thought, well, you know, that'd be the perfect thing for podcasting. I can carry it around. If I want to make a recording, I just make a recording right where I'm at. You know, I didn't know anything about microphones or RSS feeds and all that stuff. Uh, so I just used a little stick microphone that came with a laptop. That was before laptops had microphones built in. And I sat out on the front porch of uh, my house in Lake Ann, and I did Benzoid Report number one. And it sounded like crap, but I pressed on, did it. I downloaded Audacity to, uh, to uh, you know, uh, edit it and make it into an MP3. That was an adventure uh, back then, especially. And uh, I found a podcast hosting company who shall remain nameless because I can't remember. And... Signed up with them and got my RSS feed from them and, uh, you know, all that good stuff. And I had Benzoid Report number one out there. Unfortunately, uh, Benzoid Report number one through 29 are lost to the bit bucket. 
I have not found it anywhere on any old hard drives. I was digging for them, too, while I was sick here uh, this week. Uh, actually, I uh, went down and and uh, fired up an old, old Windows XP machine that actually did boot up. I'm surprised. And didn't have a password, which is a good thing, because I would have not known the password. And I plugged a bunch of old hard drives in there and searched for those files. No, no such luck. So Benzoid report number one, I, I was I would love to have played it for you here, at least a little bit of it, and nope, can't do it. So I went on about my business, you know, doing a podcast every no, so often, and I'd play music in it and do, you know, all that, you know, trying to be like Adam Curry. Of course, you know, I had crappy microphone and all that. And I forget who gave it to me, but somebody gave me an old microphone, and I still have it. And I had a uh, a nice wooden cutting board that was, you know, maybe you know, a small cutting board. It was probably a foot by six inches, you know, rectangular wooden cutting board. And I thought, oh, you know, that'd be great mic stand. So this microphone that they get, that this whoever gave me was one of those uh, microphones you use for uh, a PA system on a gooseneck, and but it didn't have any base to it so i screwed that in i drilled a hole into the wood and i put little rubber feet on it from radio shack and wired up the uh, connector so it would plug into my laptop's mic connector and that sounded like crap too but it sounded better sounded like better crap <laughs> but uh i pressed on then i got a, a old mic uh old uh, radio shack mixer and put a different end on the microphone and that sounded a little better and you know, we won't go through the whole litany of producing the show, but uh, yeah, I got better at using Audacity and and got better at making the audio sound decent. And uh, I don't know, by show 10, 12, something like that, I was doing pretty good. You know, and uh, then uh, a little bit later, uh, Pod Show happened, which was Adam Curry's company, turned into Mevio, but at the time it was Pod Show. And they offered free hosting for podcasts, so I didn't have to pay the $5 a month I was paying whoever I was paying, so I jumped ship, moved over there. Of course, I didn't upload any of the older episodes, because back then, you were limited to about 10 episodes in the feed anyway. Who cares about the old stuff? Let's just keep going. It's a broadcast. And uh, and they also had a uh, software package called, uh, I knew I was going to forget the name of it, uh, Cast Blaster, I think. Uh, I don't know. Does that sound right? Tom will know if he's listening. Uh, but uh, it was a uh, kind of an all-in-one thing. You could put, uh, you know, little uh, things in there, you know, uh, little files, uh, you know, like, like I do with here. You know, I've got this on a soundboard. That's all, folks. Oops, that's not all, but anyway, it's just an idea. All right, you know, I have this. There's so much other crap you could be listening to, but you chose to listen to Mike Dell's world, and we appreciate it. <laughs> anyway, you know, I got a little soundboard here. I can play music or play uh, sound effects, whatever, and and Cast Blaster or whatever it was called had that in there as well, and that. But it would also generate the MP3 file right there. It was kind of a live to the hard drive thing, and. And that works. So I used that for, you know, quite a long time. Uh, but then I got more sophisticated and, you know, bought mixers and better microphones and so on and so forth. And through the years, everything got better. And along that same time, I uh, decided, hey, you know, uh, let's uh, start a podcast about uh, how to get to be a ham radio operator. And I talked my friend John in to help me with that. So uh, we did a podcast called the Ham Radio Pod Class. It was uh, one of the first ham radio podcasts out there and taught people how to get their ham licenses. I won't go into any more detail because I think you probably already heard all this. But uh, then, you know, kind of went crazy and started a bunch of shows, stopped a bunch of shows. And, uh, you know, the rest is history, as they say. But this show uh, has always been... You know, something that I, I use as an experimental thing, you know, uh, not not so much experimental. It's just, sometimes it's just good therapy. I get on the microphone, 
And, uh, you know, as you know, if you're listening and if you've been listening along, sometimes I get on the, on the microphone from the car and I'm driving along just describing what's going on and what I'm seeing out the window. And, you know, sometimes I uh, play, uh, you know, stupid music and sometimes I just, uh, rant about something, you know, it's just, that's what this show's about, which is about nothing, uh, a show about nothing here. There we go. Here's my wife to tell you what it is. You are listening to Mike on Mike Dell's World, a show about nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, and I got a whole bunch of those. I'm not going to play all of them, but uh, Jim Farley, the one that uh, sent that other, the other one. Here, let's try another one from him. Hi, this is Jim Farley, and you're listening to Mike Dell's World, a show about all things worldly. <laughs> So Jim and I did a show together called uh, What's Up With That? And actually, occasionally I have him on here and we do an episode of What's Up With That as a Mike Dell's World episode. Haven't done that in a while. Jim, let's do this. Uh, I don't know when he's coming up here. We, we've been having a blizzard as uh, you know, as as normal up here, but uh, a little bit above normal as far as the amount of snow and the amount of cold. So uh, we won't talk about the weather. I do that too much. But uh, Jim uh, got into podcasting and, and had a podcast called Musical World. He is a, uh, I guess, composer, arranger for uh, musicals, you know, like on Broadway, that kind of thing. Uh, although I don't think he had anything on Broadway, but maybe. And he still does some of that. But uh, the podcast has pod faded. But uh, it was at musicalworld.us. And, uh, you know, and Jim has a, uh, a cottage up here and, and then he lives in uh, Dayton, Ohio area, a little North of Dayton. And, uh, he comes up here from time to time. So we get to pal around, but, uh, you know, and that's the thing about podcasting in general and, and this podcast in particular, I've met so many people, uh, through this podcast, uh, Lester Graber, uh, I, I haven't met him in person, but he's one of my online buddies. And he listens, and uh, he he actually sent me a uh, some uh, uh, station IDs uh, a while back, but uh, I don't know where those are. Uh, but you know, I've, I've met you know just a lot of people. Tom Wiles, Strucker Tom. You know, I've, I've hung out with him several times uh, because of this podcast and others. And you know, it's just a, a great hobby. Uh, and I consider this podcast a hobby. Now, I do some professional podcasting, you know, because that's my job now. Uh, not podcasting. Well, sort of. I'm the host of, or the co-host of your podcast by Blueberry. That's one of our corporate podcasts. And and so, yeah, I guess I do technically get paid to podcast. But most of the time, I'm helping other podcasters get things set up technically and, and uh, sometimes uh, just basic advice about podcasting and, and whatever, uh, you know, and I, I kind of run the support department at Blueberry, which is a podcast host, and they started about 2005, and uh, I met up with them the first time in 2006, at the uh, first uh, podcast portable media expo out in Ontario, California, and then the following year, uh, really got to know them, and <laughs> that was fun, and I've been working for them since 2008. So, uh, you know, like I said, this, this podcast directly uh, relates now to my job. It's uh, quite, uh, you know, quite a, a little ride that, that I've been on because of this little podcast about nothing from a squeaky chair in northern Michigan. You know, let's see. Uh, let's find another one from, uh, oh, here we go. Let's try this. You're listening to Mike on Mike Dell's World Podcast. Yep, that's uh, Rich Pipe. Uh, he's a uh, he's a ham radio operator. I met uh, through you know all my associations and all that, and uh, he actually visited here a couple of years ago. And of course, I had to uh, get him on the microphone and <laughs> get him to do some promos for my show. So that was a lot of fun. And let's see here, not. Uh, didn't silence my phone, so I had to had to uh, silence that for for now. But anyway, uh, as I say a lot, 
anyway, 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 it's really cool. Make it to 300 episodes. Now, truth be known, this is probably the 350th episode or something like that because I did a lot of phoning it in. Uh, back in the day, there was a, a site called Garage Band, and it had nothing whatsoever to do with uh, Apple. Uh, or Apple's Garage Band, but it was just a site, and they also offered free media hosting. So hey, so, great! You know, I, I went ahead and uh, got a WordPress site from MikeDell dot com, the very one that I've got now. And I, at the time, I installed a, a thing called PodPress that uh, made the RSS feed there, and then I would upload my files to Garage Band. But one of the features of GarageBand is you could also phone in, you know, just dial a phone number, put in your uh, passcode, and then record over the phone. They would record it and put the MP3 on there. And then I had another thing that would see that MP3 and make a post on my WordPress site as a podcast. So I could put out a podcast on my phone. So I would do that, you know, my stupid little Nokia chocolate bar phone, whatever it was. And It'd be uh, wherever I was, dial it up and make a, you know, hey, how you doing, whatever. You know, it was basically voicemail as a podcast episode, but uh, I did quite a few of those. Now I've filtered all those out of the uh, feed, so (laughs) only studio recordings with official numbers are in there. So, you know, truth be known, this is probably the 350th or so episode, but official numbered studio recorded or otherwise recorded episodes uh, are numbered. This is the 300th, and it's the first show I've made it this far, uh, at least this way. And I did some daily shows where I made it to 365, because I figure once you make the the daily show, especially when it comes to uh, uh, you know something that was uh, history related, I did uh, two different history related daily shows. And what was great about it is the first show was good. Uh, the next year, because <laughs> it was the same date. So, uh, you know, I recycled those shows for a while, but they've, I've since killed all those. But uh, anyway, sorry to ramble on. Uh, it's been a while since I turned on the microphone. I was kind of, you know, wanting to just, you know, make an update and say, hey, you know, I'm kind of under the weather here, and, uh, you know, the 300th ep- episode will come out later, but then that would have been the 300th episode. So, you know, I wanted to make it a little bit something special. But I really do appreciate, you know, everybody that listens. Uh, you know, I see from my statistics that I do have listeners out there, or at least you're downloading them. Maybe you're downloading them and then deleting them, whatever. But, you know, I appreciate the effort anyway. And, you know, thanks for uh, hanging in there. Uh, I know I've got some listeners that were been around since nearly the beginning. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, you continue to enjoy what I do here. Not going to make any big changes. I do plan on, uh, you know, just doing it like I've been doing it. Uh, make a podcast when when the mood strikes me, and uh, about whatever it is that strikes me. So you know, as long as you're you're okay with that, I'm okay with that. So I sure appreciate everybody being here. All right. So instead of just leaving this uh, as is. I figured what I would do is I'd find the episode that was closest to 10 years ago, and I found episode 61 of the Benzoid Report. Uh, I don't know what it's all about. I put it out there on in January 2011, or January 11th, 2007, I think. I haven't even listened to a second of it, so we're going to listen to it here together, and... Uh, That'll uh, end out this 300th episode. Everybody have a great week. Stay warm. And I will catch you on episode 301. Benzoid Report number 61 for January 11th, 2007.
did you listen to the rest of that? Uh, <laughs> uh, got banjo on the mind. I uh, started my lessons here the other day, and, uh, and so far I've uh, I've learned to to uh, do the uh, what is it uh, the Scruggs roll. That and I learned how to tune the banjo, and I learned how to uh, hold it correctly, and and all that good stuff. So, hopefully, uh, someday I'll be able to uh, grace the uh, grace the uh, airwaves, or uh, as this uh, in this case the bit waves. What do you call the airwaves of podcasting? What would that be the? Uh, I don't know, the bitstream? Jeez, uh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Benzoid Report number 61. And I'm sitting here, uh, it's a Thursday morning. Uh, been doing a lot of podcasting, but not on the Benzoid Report. Uh, we're, Jim uh, Farley and I, uh, Jim does the... Uh, opening theme to uh, the Menzoid Report. It's a song called Scootin'. Anyway, Jim and I have been uh, working on a collaborative podcast, which uh, I won't spoil the surprise just yet, but uh, that should be coming in the next uh, few weeks. And it'll it'll be the uh, two of us uh, doing uh, whatever... Uh, whatever we do there <laughs> he's the uh, he's the music uh, guru although uh, you know me taking banjo lessons I might surpass him I doubt it he's he's been a professional musician for probably roughly about the same amount of time I've been alive uh, that's gonna be my guess well, maybe not quite he's not that old <clears throat> but uh, I like to make him feel old. Anyway, so that's uh, the one thing that's going on. The other uh, podcast projects, and I say that plurally, is that the uh, Ham Radio Pod Class is alive and well again. Uh, we are now uh, feeding version two of the technician course, and uh, that's at uh, hamradioclass.org. Can find information on the feed to that, and, uh, and where to download the uh, episodes and all that good stuff. Uh, this time we're hosting on Pod Show. That's John Martin, KF8KK, and myself. And I got the entire uh, class recorded, and I'm slowly editing and putting out the uh, episodes now. Uh, I figure a rate of about two a week. And. Uh, should be about 20 episodes in the technician course, uh, give or take. So uh, if you're uh, interested in getting your ham radio license, uh, never been an easier time to do it. Uh, whoa, I just banged the microphone there, sorry. But uh, they've, uh, well, I won't say dumbed down, <laughs> they've made it more reasonable. Uh, it's just a written test. Uh, for a technician course license, and they took out a lot of the complicated electronics and uh, replaced it with uh, basic common sense electronics. And uh, so it's a it's a pretty easy test to uh, to pass. And uh, once you get your license, you're you've got access to every uh, ham radio band above 30 megahertz. And you also have, with the newest rule changes by the FCC, FCC, by the way, uh, did away with the Morse code requirement completely. So now uh, for technician, general, or extra class licenses, you no longer will need the Morse code. Of course, that won't take effect until February, probably. But uh, once it takes effect, uh, all it is is written tests, and, uh, and they've made the technician a little more reasonable. And uh, John and I are uh, podcasting the uh, the class, so uh, get over to hamradioclass.org and uh, 
and subscribe and make sure you get the uh, the couple of of uh, classes that I've fed already and uh, that'll uh, that'll stay around for as long as Podshow will let us keep it on their servers. <laughs> That's one good thing about Podshow. I know Curtis uh, had a big dissertation about uh, Podshow and all that, but you know I think he was talking more about uh, you know those with the Podshow contract. Uh, you know, not us uh, us leeches that are uh, are just just uh, taking advantage of the free hosting and putting up with the uh, the preamble and uh, and post uh, uh, little ads or or uh, PSAs they they throw at the beginning of the end. Uh, you know, I can put up with that. <laughs> Certainly a lot better than uh, paying for uh, the hosting. It was pretty amazing. I uh, started refeeding, or started feeding the uh, the version two ham radio pod class, and uh, I don't know if we got a lot of holdovers from the last class or uh, or what, but uh, I, you know, two days in circulation, I'm I'm up to 300 and something per episode uh, of requests and downloads. Uh, you know, that's pretty. Uh, pretty good for for a uh, feed that's been dead basically for a year so uh, anyway probably a lot of holdovers but uh, yeah it's good uh, it's good uh, review material and then uh, on top of that uh, John and I are now currently in production like I said I've got all the uh, got all the technician course done and uh, just basically I'm going to feed it out, you know, an episode every uh, few days, probably Sundays and Wednesdays. So that, that's that's going to be probably the schedule. But now we've got the uh, General Class Upgrade Pod Class, which is also, uh, the information is at uh, www.hamradioclass.org. Jeez, what, a, what is this, a big plugging uh, <laughs> podcast uh, just plugging all the other stuff but hey you know gotta get the word out anyway uh, within a couple of weeks I'm gonna say probably three weeks so uh, I'm gonna say somewhere around the first of February uh, we'll be uh, feeding the the uh, general class classes uh, we're currently in production uh, for that and uh, that's the next license class above technician I've got that on a separate feed also uh, hosted at Podshow and uh, that uh, that course will uh, will run uh, concurrently with the uh, version 2 of the technician course or the original ham radio pod class and then uh, probably this summer We'll uh, start work on the extra class, uh, which is the uh, top dog class of uh, ham radio licensees. You know, uh, the general class is, uh, you know, it's just the the bare minimums to get on uh, the HF shortwave bands. Uh, you know, with any meaningful uh, frequency allocations, and uh, a lot of people are uh, are totally happy. Uh, sitting there at that class of license and that's fine but the extra class just gives you that little extra hence the name <laughs> you know and uh, back in the day uh, you had to know 20 words per minute Morse code uh, to get your extra class plus you had to had to know uh, all kinds of ridiculous electronic theories Unfortunately, they did not do away with uh, all the ridiculous electronic theories that uh, that we had to go through to get the extra class license, but they they did do away with the Morse code. Okay, enough about ham radio. Uh, 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 let's see, what was I going to say? <coughs> oh, there we go. Just uh, had to gather my thoughts there. Uh, 
Since I'm marketing this uh, ham radio pod class and the uh, general class upgrade pod class to people that generally don't uh, don't know what podcasting is in general, hmm, no pun there. <laughs> anyway, I think uh, I've got an appropriate song that I want to play. Uh, well, I uh, regather my thoughts and. Uh, Get this uh, ham radio stuff out of my head, and, uh, and I've got some other uh, comments <laughs> to uh, to bring up there. So, anyway, this is Uncle Seth. Uh, you don't need an iPod. Uncle Seth, you don't need an iPod. I figured I'd try a, a little bed music here. No, not, not meaning that, uh, that this is music you need to go to bed by, but, uh, you know, music that's underneath my voice as I talk. And, uh, you know what? I find it a little distracting, actually, while I'm listening in the headphones. Hopefully it's not too uh, ridiculous to you. Anyway, I was uh, listening to Curtis talking about depression uh, a while back. And, you know, I gotta say, yeah, let me lose, lose this uh, background music here. There it goes. Bye-bye, background music. <laughs> anyway, that was called Snowfall by somebody that plays the piano. <clears throat> anyway... Curtis was talking about depression, and uh, of course that got me to uh, think about it. And, and uh, you know, I don't know if uh, if I would be considered depressed, but I gotta say, lately uh, it's 
been just a, a, a lot of complicated things, uh, you know, going on, and, uh, you know, I gotta wonder, uh, why does it gotta be so damn complicated all the time, you know, as George Carlin uh, once said, and, and uh, yes, Curtis, it was really George Carlin and not Bill Maher, because I actually heard him say it, George Carlin said something like, you know, why is life so complicated? You know, really, all you got to do is uh, get up, you know, eat, drink, take a big shit, go back to bed. You know, what's so complicated about that? Yeah, that was George Carlin. <laughs> Quote. And, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know why it should be that complicated, but it always seems to be that complicated you know even with with me you know working the night shift uh, I don't have to deal with anybody directly and I've got all this uh, this other stuff going on and in, in the background you know not not related to work you know I've got my podcast hobby I got my ham radio hobby I've got uh, my emergency communications duties related to the ham radio hobby and then uh, on top of that we've got uh, you know money issues I mean that's you know like I said I'm not broke uh, not, you know, not by a long shot but uh, you know we just come off of a two-week vacation and uh, you know so we've got all that that stuff going on uh, you know, we're living in a house that was built in 1940 and uh, not maintained all that well since 1940. <laughs> you know, like, you know, is it uh, Tuesday? I come downstairs here to my uh, podcast studio slash ham radio slash computer room down here in the basement, which is directly below the kitchen. Well, directly... Above my desk is the uh, the drain pipe for the uh, kitchen sink. Well, for some reason it uh, decided that that it was going to start leaking, and so I had a flood on the desk. Well, luckily uh, all the electronic stuff on the desk is up on little rubber feet, and the water never got that deep. But you know, I had a flood right here on my desk. You know, of course, it was, you know, no big deal. I had to, you know, redo uh, one of the drain pipes. It took me about five minutes this morning to uh, to finish doing that. But, you know, just one of those things. Why has it got to be that complicated? Well, anyway, sorry to go off on a, on a rant there. Uh, I need to, I need to find yet another hobby, you know, I've got this podcasting thing and I got this ham radio thing uh, and now of course I'm learning how to play banjo <laughs> so you would think I'd have enough so yeah well speaking of uh, banjos uh, one more uh, banjo tune that I, I heard I just I just thought it was cool it was uh, somebody playing uh, Playing classical music on a banjo, and uh, I definitely want to do some of that once I uh, get up to speed on it. So anyway, here it is. See if you recognize the tune.
Okay. Well, I just thought that was a, a cool tune. Uh, I don't even know where I got that. Uh, been sort of collecting uh, banjo, oops, excuse me, banjo recordings. Uh, you know, like I said, if I'm going to learn to play the thing, I gotta gotta learn what it's supposed to sound like before I uh, I attempt it. Yeah, I get the, the whew, excuse me, get the hiccups for some reason. Uh, that's what happens when uh, when you uh, eat dry bread and don't drink enough. So, uh, oh well. I think I can uh, muddle through now. Uh, well, I was going to comment on uh, something uh, Trucker Tom brought up on one of his podcasts. Uh, well, you know, it's been kind of an ongoing thing between him and uh, the Nobody Likes Onions podcast. You know, uh, the fans and or podcasters involved with the Nobody Likes Onions podcast uh, keep sending him uh, vulgar uh, and, uh, you know, attempting to uh, to demean him uh, emails. And, of course, Tom handles it correctly and uh, just uh, kind of blows them off but uh, but does say something. Well, uh, years ago, uh, here in Traverse City, uh, we had a similar situation with a ham radio club, which will remain nameless because I don't want to, you know, I'm not trying to, dis- you know, not trying to insult the current members of of that uh, club. But uh, suffice it to say, uh, there was a couple of. Uh, couple of individuals and uh, those two individuals uh, and, and it's just two those two individuals are still active uh, actively uh, uh, pursuing their hatred towards myself uh, and John Martin KF8KK uh, who uh, is my partner in the uh, ham radio pod class and uh how do i put it uh you know they'll they do the same thing that tom talks about with the nobody likes onions podcast is you know they uh, do attempt personal attacks uh you know they attempt to you know disparage the the character of of us you know at one time uh you know, one of the, one of the big things was uh, they thought that John and I were uh, were gay lovers. <laughs> you know, well, hey, that's the truth. That's what they thought. Uh, you know, that's not what it was, uh, obviously, uh, or or maybe not obviously, but who gives a shit? Uh, as far as I'm concerned, uh, if that was the case, well, you know, so be it. it has nothing to do with uh, with my ability or John's ability to uh, to participate in amateur radio or amateur radio clubs or teaching amateur radio classes or whatever, you know, emergency communications. But, you know, it, it, it definitely was not true. Uh, you know, and like I said, you know, even if it was, so what? Anyway, that was that was one of, one of the two individuals' big gripe. The other uh, big gripe was uh, that they thought that uh, John was trying to uh, take over the uh, you know the the two meter ham band spectrum. You know, it's like these guys have egos that are like the size of Texas. <laughs> You know, they think they're the, the be-all and end-all in the hobby. Well, first off, it's a hobby. You know, nobody cares that much about it. I mean, you do, but you don't, you know. If, uh, you know, if the FCC said, you know, tomorrow that ham radio was going away, well, you know, yeah, I'd kind of be bummed out, but on the other hand, I could be just fine with it too, you know. 
you know, these these guys think they're uh, God's gift to uh, the amateur radio community. And, you know, th and there's people like that in all uh, in all walks of uh, life. You know, it's like you know podcasting. You know, there's people out there that think they're the be all and end all to podcasting, and you know they do everything right, and uh, if you don't do it the way they do it. You know, you're you're evil. You're the Antichrist. You know, it's it's, it's like the the big deal with ham radio here. Uh, you know, in recent years was uh, Morse code. Okay, up until uh, just this last week or so, uh, you had to have uh, Morse code to uh, you had to you had to pass a Morse code test. You had to prove that you could. Uh, you could copy uh, Morse code at, you know, five words per minute. Uh, before, you know, a few years ago, it was 20 words per minute and 13 words a minute. But, you know, in the last few years, it's been five words per minute for Morse code to access any band lower than 30 megahertz, uh, which is known as the HF, or the shortwave frequencies. And you had to, uh, had to, you know, demonstrate that you could copy Morse code. And, you know, that's been a, a big controversy uh, amongst hams. Uh, you know, I'd say it's probably a 50-50 split, you know, same as Democrats and Republicans uh, in this country. Uh, it's a, probably a 50-50 split of people that uh, think that, you know, you should know Morse code to uh, get on the ham bands, and and that's just it. Well, you know, back in the day, Morse code was needed. You know, that's how hams talked to each other. They didn't even have microphones. You know, it was a uh, you know basically a great big spark plug. People, uh, you know, tapped out Morse code on this giant spark plug and. You know, somebody 15 or 20 miles away from them could hear their spark gap, uh, Morse code, and, you know, and that's how they, you know, that's how it got started. And, you know, even up until the uh, 50s, anyway, uh, well, I don't know, I guess maybe earlier than that they had AM uh, voice, but, you know, CW or Morse code, that they're... CW is what the hams call it because it's continuous wave keying. Uh, but anyway, uh, they, you know that's been a humongous controversy. You know, the, the, a lot of the old timers and, and old doesn't necessarily mean age; it's, it's mentality. But a lot of the uh, old timers, the, the ones with big egos, you know, say, "Well, I had to pass 13 words per minute to get my general class license, and everybody else should have to too." Well, okay, yeah, but there's actually modes now that you know CW or Morse code used to used to be able to penetrate when nothing else will. But now there's digital modes. Uh, you know, there's one called. Uh, PSK31 or uh, you know phase shift keying and uh, basically it's a computer that does some fancy footwork through the sound card and uh, that goes out over the radio and and you know it is it is as fast as as tapping out morse code but it's got some error correcting and it'll get through on even less of a signal so, you know, it's just, just not absolutely necessary that everybody knows Morse code. I mean, you know, and I've played with my fair share of Morse code, and it's fun. So, anyway, uh, not, to, not to beat the ham radio thing to death, but, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the FCC did away with the Morse code testing for all classes of amateur radio license. Finally. You know, and... And you know, if you, if you think about it, you know, if, if everybody thought the way that some of the old timer hams thought, uh, I'd be uh, out sitting in an outhouse uh, taking a dump later on, because Granddad did it that way. 
Well, no, that's not how it goes. Uh, you know, things change. Uh, you know, with uh, laptop computers and uh, lithium-ion batteries and, and all that, uh, I can take my little PSK-31 station running 5 watts and running off my laptop and, you know, a wet noodle antenna and I can get through uh, where, you know, it would take 100 watts of uh, Morse code to get through. You know, that wasn't the case even 10, 15 years ago. But, you know, Morse code is an outmoded mode. You know, it's just the way it is. You know, it's not that it should go away. It's It shouldn't be a requirement for getting your ham radio license. You know, the... You know, a lot of guys say, well, you know, it takes a lot of, uh, you know, everybody that, that learned 20 words per minute Morse code, you know, they're they're just a better person than, than somebody that only learned five words per minute. Well, that's bullshit. <laughs> Some of the biggest assholes I know in ham radio have at least 13 words per minute Morse code tests that, that they've passed. And, you know, a lot of them had the 20. You know, it has nothing to do with character. Uh, you know, I can, I could probably pass a 20-word-per-minute code check, uh, you know, even today, and I don't use Morse code that often, but, uh, you know, it's just, I did learn it. It doesn't make me a, a better person or a worse person. So, anyway, peace. I should get off this ham radio kick. I'm sorry about that. Uh just been on my mind i i just get so tired of you know all these big ego people uh you know both in uh, podcasting ham radio underwater basket weaving you know whatever and there's always you know somebody that, that thinks uh, their shit don't stink and uh, and uh, their farts give them away so anyway enough of that uh, I really don't have uh, anything else uh, for today uh, like I said I just turned on the mic and had no idea what I was going to do but uh, there you've, you've heard it and I've done it and uh, I think I'll leave you with, uh, with the uh, creative Commons license spiel. I, I won't play the uh, prepackaged one. I'll just uh, say it. Uh, this podcast is is licensed under a Creative Commons 2.5 Attribution No Derivatives license. That means basically you can use whatever you want to use from it. Just don't try to make money with it without asking me first. And, uh, let's see, uh, I've added on there, please don't play this over uh, amateur radio because it's illegal, and I don't want it to be played over ham radio. And the reason I say that is, last summer I heard my uh, myself transmitted over a ham radio repeater. Uh, I know exactly who was doing it. Curtis, this is for you. Uh, this is just to, to clarify uh, why I mentioned that. Uh, you know, rebroadcasting uh, what I say via amateur radio is, is expressly not legal uh, because uh, rebroadcasting is not allowed unless it's rebroadcasting of amateur radio and or with permission. And I do not give my permission for this to go out over ham radio. You know, I've got a different microphone and a different uh, set of apparatus uh, for my stuff to go out over ham radio. And, and music's not allowed on ham radio. Cussing's not allowed on ham radio. And uh, I will not cuss and or and I will not play music over ham radio. But I will on my podcast because it's my podcast. And uh, the FCC has nothing to do with it. So, anyway. Jeez, I don't know why I got on this damned ham radio rant. <laughs>
Anyway, the, the ham radio pod class uh, that I've been speaking of uh, before, uh, we've got a new theme song, and uh, yeah, you're right, it's banjo. But anyway, I'll close on that. Uh, like I said, this podcast is uh, licensed under a Creative Commons 2.5 na- attribution, non-derivatives, 2.5 license. Boy, that was crazy. Anyway, here's the uh, theme, the new theme to the Ham Radio Pod class, and uh, if anybody's interested in getting their ham license or upgrading to general class from technician class, please go to www.hamradioclass.org. And I promise uh, number 62 will not uh, not even mention the word ham radio. <laughs> anyway, enjoy. Here's the theme to the ham radio pod class. Blaster. Well, if you're still here, I guess the uh, bad audio quality and all that didn't uh, chase you away. But uh, yeah, I was right, Cast Blaster, because uh, they had that little tagline right at the end. That uh, was Cast Blaster Mike or whatever, some guy named Mike in uh, the Netherlands that wrote the software. Uh, he also did a uh, thing called Vid Blaster, which was very popular for a long time, and I don't know if it's still around. It might be. But anyway, this is uh, Mike back in 2018. Uh, everybody have a great week, as I said before, and I will catch you next time.